let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, if you miss stuff, John and Ken On Demand. It's uh, the podcast on the iHeart app as well. It's the same as the radio show. You can listen to whatever you missed. All right, stand by for a keyword around 320 or thereabouts. Uh, another word will be revealed. Follow the instructions. You could win some money here at KFI. We covered this story a couple of times. It happened back on October 20th in Long Beach on Linden Avenue and East Broadway during the daytime where apparently a woman was attacked by a man... Oh, no, Fox 11. A man experiencing homelessness. I saw that. What, what, a man experiencing homelessness. They, they, they've got to drop that. that that's, that's absurd. He's, he's uh, a sexual deviant. He's, he's a vagrant. He's a crazy person. A man experiencing homelessness. Good so, Lord. In the video, which people have seen, uh, she's walking down the sidewalk in a dark dress, Guy walks up behind her, grabs her, lifts her dress. She falls to the ground. A witness approaches the man as he tried to leave, and he runs away. He was gone before the cops got there. But they have arrested Miguel Angel Avila Figueroa, age 30, the man experiencing homelessness. And the update on the story is that the L.A. County District Attorney's Office is going for misdemeanor counts of sexual battery and vandalism. Yeah, no felony. No felony. Well, we're going to have Rebecca tell her story. Yeah, Rebecca Peterson is coming on the air. She's already talked to the television stations. This will be our first time to talk to her about this horrible ordeal she suffered about 11 days ago. 
Let's get Rebecca Peterson online here. Rebecca, welcome. Hello. Hi there. Well, I guess you're not happy about this decision. No, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm quite furious about it. To describe to us what happened that day in your in your best uh, descriptions. Um, well, I was um, leaving a salon around the corner, um, and uh, uh, where I get my my eyelashes done, and uh, there was a homeless man sitting outside. Um, I wouldn't even. I mean, are they really just like these poor homeless people or are these just some crazed out, cracked out people that don't want to do better for themselves and their lives at all? Um, So he's clearly strung out. I walked clearly around him and I turned the corner and normally, I mean, I always have my head on a swivel and I just, I didn't check back behind me when I ran around that corner. And um, next thing I know, I feel someone like creepily right here on my neck and I feel my my whole entire dress come up. So I felt his hands. Hold on on a second. Hold on. (laughs) We appreciate your colorful language. We have to dump some of those words. Let's let's get to the point where he grabbed your hips and what the bleep happened and try to explain that part again. <laughs> uh, try, try again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, we got to the part where he grabs your hips and <laughs> you fall down. Yeah. Yeah, I bounced off of him and um, I was kind of confused. Next, uh, and then the older gentleman comes up behind and he tried to chase him off um, after I was trying to get up and collect my things. Um, and by the time I wor- I looked up, that that guy was gone. Um, no, it's true. His pants were his pants it. was down. His pants were down. Yeah, his pants were down, and you can even see in the video where he grabs his junk again. Right before you can see his hand to the side grabs his junk even farther out of his pants. Right before he lifts my dress up, it's clear as day. Oh, so clearly it was going to be a sexual assault. Uh, no doubt in anybody's right mind. Have did they anybody at DA's office call you before uh, they decided think, it was a misdemeanor? No, their their detective did, and I made a statement with him. Um, the detective also agrees that it should definitely be a felony, um, and uh, he called to tell me what the decision was. And I was so angry, and I was at work, and I just. I just um, uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't listen any longer, and so I told him I said I'm sorry, no, it's not you. Hung up, and I haven't heard from oh them since. I oh just my heard god! From the that... prosecutor yesterday. The, the, and what did the prosecutor say? Uh, the prosecutor, they're also furious. They said, "Don't worry, no matter what, even if this does just go on a felony, it's going to be the we are going to try hard, you know, to get the the most we can get." Um, they're the ones who got the bail finally raised to seventy-five thousand dollars. They reached. They tried to go for one hundred and fifty. The judge met them halfway at seventy-five. Um, but it's it's crazy because he, this guy just got out from doing the same crap to two oh, different women. Oh, is that what right? did he do? He was in prison. Oh. He sexually assaulted two other women at well, two a.m in the morning with a crowd of people too. That's what's even crazier. Same move? Uh, kind of. One of them he jumped on top of um, and the other one he did, he came up behind the same exact way. And w- what was he charged with in those two instances? 
Do you uh, know? He was charged with a felony and he went to prison. He, uh, and and where he was where was this? Was that in L.A. County? Was that in L.A. County uh, or somewhere Long, else? Long Beach, yeah. <laughs> yeah this so this is, is his, his third yeah. sexual assault and he got charged with felonies the first two times. Yeah, but this time, well, we don't really know. Let's find out. <laughs> wow. I mean, you can't oh make God. this crap up. No, <laughs> I mean, we have a story here that the... Uh, the Long Beach city prosecutor is asking for felony charges. But yes. in their statement, they said, uh, well, it'll ensure the defendant has access to appropriate treatment. Well, that's nice. <laughs> there's no there's no treatment for this. He's got he's got a sexual compulsion. He's a mental yes. patient and he's a they sex did add additional jail or prison time too to protect the public. But the first statement they made was he'll get extra help. Oh Nothing about God. you, Rebecca. Right. Yeah, now, no, and it's long, funny because what help did anybody get in prison? What help does anybody? I went to prison on a on a on a case that wasn't even my fault, and I almost died by the twelfth hour because they wouldn't give me insulin. So I really don't think that's really a place for rehabilitation. <laughs> no. no, the uh... <laughs> so are you personally going to reach out to Gascon's office and, and make the case here, or? Oh, I've called his office many times. Can't get through. <laughs> They're not interested in victims. Over over this case, yeah. you've called many times. Yeah, it just uh, keeps ringing. So I'm like, are are other people calling too? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's so crazy. I, do you do you feel do you feel safe walking the streets in Long Beach? I mean, Long Beach has a lot of problems. Well, I mean, I lived in L.A. in Studio City, where the SWAT team was at my nice family park just about once a month. So. <laughs> I was feeling pretty safe in Long Beach up until recently, but also I do know that since COVID, you know, homeless has gone through the roof because, well, the rich just keep getting richer and they keep raising the prices of, of simple rent, you know? So, I mean, it's just going to get worse and worse. I don't think but this guy's problem is rent. <laughs> well, I meant the homeless crisis, but this guy, yeah. absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. And you would think He's as a, a repeat offender, they would come down something harder than a, than a misdemeanor oh. case. No, no guess going. repeat offenders. Yeah. Always. Yeah, nobody, yeah. All right. Hey, thank you for coming on, Rebecca Peterson. Yeah, we appreciate you telling your story and uh, making the case about this outrage. Thanks for talking to well, us. Well, thank you for giving this attention because it needs to be fixed. So I appreciate it. Okay, that's Rebecca Peterson, and she's the woman who, back on October 20th, yeah. uh, she uh, got thrown to the ground in what was definitely a sex attack by a vagrant in Long Beach who lifted up her yeah. dress. He had his pants down. How could it be any clearer? Yeah, and we got can, a misdemeanor case. To whoever's writing this, oh, it's the Fox 11 digital team. Whoever's writing this crap, enough with the person experiencing homelessness. He's a two-time sex offender. He got convicted twice of sex assault, felonies, and spent time in prison. Not enough time. He's a, he's a compulsive sexual deviant, not a man experiencing homelessness. What is The reporters ought to dig this background out. We had to get that information from uh, Rebecca. It's not in well, any of the news stories that I've been able to read. experiencing homelessness, you call somebody homeless is stigmatizing, but, right? But, you but describe the, you them as the an entire person. You can't give in to their language. <laughs> You 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 got to keep reasserting what the proper language needs to be used to to, to, to describe these things accurately. He's uh, a, he's, a, he's a sexual assault maniac, is what he is.
As soon as we come back, uh, there's going to be a keyword. Could get you some money. So listen carefully. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. I just got to say, even by Gascon's standards, I never thought we'd see the day where a, a, a an attempted rape on video, lead story on the news, in daylight, would be turned into a misdemeanor. After yes. he'd been convicted twice before of sexual assaults and sent to prison for felonies. And not a third felony here. This should be a third strike. Uh, and you're like, uh, where are I, the women's groups screaming about nothing. this outrage? Nothing. Well, because the left wing women women's being groups voted for him. daylight and it's a misdemeanor. That's... That is so shocking. Gascon is sick. He's a sick, sick, sick man. He should be removed from office now. People experiencing homelessness don't commit crimes because they have such a hard life. We have to help them. Uh, And uh, Enough of that filthy garbage. This guy is going to be out real soon, and he's going to try to rape a fourth woman. And these are just the ones he's caught on. Right. Remember that homeless guy oh. that was beating women with a baseball bat downtown L.A. a couple of years yeah. ago? And yeah. uh, let's send him to diversion. He just needs yeah. mental health help. He's right? got no. He's if you're got, violent. He's, I don't care what your issues are. You're going away. He's got his pants down. He's got his hands around his stuff, and he's trying to like uh, aim. Aim. He's yeah. Her, her dress was lifted up, and he's holding his 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 parts. He was going and for a quickie. Yeah. And that's a misdemeanor in George Gac- Gascon's sick skull. Holy moly. I get your chance in March. Them. Vote him out. Right? How are the women in Los Angeles County putting up with this? Man, I got to go. I wonder if there's a way to look at the voting. I bet she got a majority of the female vote. Because a lot of women out here in Southern California vote progressive. Usually the Democrat left-wing people do, right? They yeah. They are helped by yeah. the gender gap, generally. Uh, we return now to uh, Israel versus Hamas. The Israeli military says there were fierce battles with Hamas deep inside the Gaza Strip. The ground operation is pushing deeper into the north. Uh, they say they rescued a soldier had been taken captive. They also said, and this is one of the bigger stories today, there was a massive bombing strike on something called the Jabalia refugee camp in the northern Gaza Strip. Now, Israel's defense says that they killed a senior Hamas commander, who they claim was one of the architects of the October 7th terror attack. But there are also reports that, uh, and this is the growing thing every day now, civilians, people who are not members of Hamas in Gaza, are also being killed. It is a refugee camp, so it says dozens of others were killed and hundreds wounded according to one of the hospitals they're treating people. A lot of civilians are going to die if Hamas hides their leaders. Well, if the senior Hamas camps. guy was in the refugee camp, yeah, you can yeah. see. That's, that's, that, that's what they're I, doing. Israel cannot be deterred from uh, destroying Hamas. And you're going to get hundreds and hundreds, thousands of Palestinian civilians who are going to die because there are Hamas leaders among them. Right. That's that is the state of reality here. And of course, you know that the prime minister of Israel already rejected calls for a ceasefire not going to happen. In fact, I heard one hostage negotiator say today, actually, what they're doing is part of the negotiation by pushing in and getting into the tunnels. They're making the case. Uh, yeah, this is part of the negotiations. You see what you get? 
you better start uh, cooperating and releasing these people. Yeah, uh, that, that, that that's how you negotiate. You 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 just keep shooting the enemy, keep killing the enemy. Yeah, see, a ceasefire is only going to make them feel like, oh, okay, yeah. we're okay. Yeah, bunch of yeah, you know, I, I you love gotta all put these pressure people. on them, right? Yeah, the people calling for a ceasefire are pro-terrorists, pro-Hamas, pro-wiping uh, Israel off the face of the earth, pro-killing every Jew that you can. That's what that crowd is about. They're hiding behind the word ceasefire, the way the Hamas leaders are hiding behind uh, the Gaza civilians. There the FBI been... director said today that uh, this has led to a spike in threats against uh, the United States. Uh, various terrorist groups might be looking right. to leverage this conflict for their own causes. So people have to be on the lookout, not just in this country, but even if you travel somewhere. They have no evidence of an imminent threat from a foreign terrorist group, but he noted that since Hamas's attack on Israel, Al-Qaeda Al -Qaeda has issued its most specific call for violence against the U.S. in years. And the Islamic State has urged its followers to target Jewish communities in the U.S. and Europe. So that's also something to be on the lookout for. All right, when we come back, we'll have more on Israel-Hamas and a report that more and more Jewish citizens of Los Angeles are buying guns. We'll hear what's in that story next. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio, one till four. And then after 4 o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast, same as the radio show. You can listen to what you missed. And if you weren't here for the first half hour, we talked with Rebecca Peterson. She was the woman that we all saw get attacked and sexually assaulted in daylight on a street in Long Beach by a guy without pants. Uh, And George Gascon is only charging that guy with a misdemeanor, not a felony. And she's in shock. She can't believe it. She started cursing. Knocked her down. Pants down. Knocked her down. And, of course, yeah. that was his intention, clearly. How was that a misdemeanor? Her and dress claims was up. he's got a record of doing this. Yeah, two other sexual assault convictions. Actually went to prison. Her dress was up. His pants were down. His uh, parts were in his hand. And he got scared away. But there's no felony there. This is George Gascon's uh, sick, perverted world. All right, we got the Moist Line coming back in a couple of days. You can use that app to connect to our Moist Line, the microphone icon, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Anything you want to comment that we talk about on the show or something you want to bring to the attention of all the listeners, although you have to do it quickly. You don't get like five minutes of Moist Line time. Uh, More on Israel-Hamas, so now we bring it back local we're going to play a story from KTLA Channel 5 reporter Carlos Sosedo about uh, Los Angeles Jewish people maybe buying guns for the first time. Here it is. Taking matters into their own hands, literally. Jewish Americans are arming themselves in record numbers. We're having a gun. That's the only way I feel like I will be safe in my house now. This woman did not want to be identified. She has been anti-gun her whole life. That is until now. In the past, it would have never, ever thought the thought of never would have crossed my mind. Now it's not only do I my, my husband to figure this issue out, but I think we're all going to be we're all going to be trained on how to use the gun. Gun store owners say most first-time buyers have been women and are now seeing an uptick in purchases from those who identify as Jewish. Jews are terrified. Russell Stewart is owner of Beverly Hills Guns and says he's never seen anything like it. Never at this kind of uptick, never at this kind of rate where the phone is ringing literally off the hook noon and night. We have appointments for weeks now. And it's not just the Jewish community. The FBI has seen an increase in recent reports of anti-Semitic and Islamophobic incidents across the country, highlighting the tensions that the Middle East conflict overseas has raised. The agency released a joint intelligence bulletin days after a six-year-old Muslim boy was stabbed to death in a Chicago suburb because of his Palestinian heritage. At Burbank Ammo and Guns, fire safety certification tests are up 75%, selling nearly 200. This time last year, only 45. It's not quite as bad as, as COVID was. The COVID, the line was out the door, wrapped around the block. Now it's still very, very busy. And since the conflict began, security has also been beefed up at synagogues and mosques. 
And the longer the war rages on between Israel and Hamas, officials fear that these hate incidents, these hate attacks can linger as well. I remember in Studio City last week, uh, that guy broke into the home of a Jewish family threatening to kill them. And he was screaming, free Palestine and Brown Lives Matter, that story. Um, yeah, gets, yeah, people, people have to notice that story and get uh, get worked up. Yeah, I, I just love how people are anti-gun until uh, they've got a severe threat. And uh, they realize there's nobody to protect them. Can't count on the government, can't count on the police or sheriff's deputies or anybody. No one's going to protect you. You got to have a gun if you have a crazy person. And this, there's a lot of crazy people that have been shaken loose by this uh, Israeli Hamas war. I, I, yeah, uh, apparently People so. are getting I mean, radicalized right in front of our eyes. Uh, it's, it is rare here on the John and Ken show over the years if we've ever agreed with a man by the name of Erwin Shemarinsky on anything. And, of course, uh, he's a constant in <clears throat> California politics and life. Uh, he is now a professor at UC Berkeley, a legal guy. and uh, he He's the dean of the law school up yeah. there now. Right. Far left on just about every issue. Far I can think left. Of. Big ACLU guy. He, he was involved in every bad idea that, uh, that was presented here in California. Right. Well, even he's stunned about what's going on with college campuses with the anti-Semitism. I'm a 70-year-old Jewish man, and never in my life have I seen or felt the anti-Semitism of the last few weeks. I have heard anti-Semitic things from time to time through my life. As a child, you know, people called me Dirty Jew. My friends uh, said we were Christ killers. Anyway, he says all of that happened, but what he's seeing now, he's never seen anything like it before. Well, on Friday, someone in my school posted on Instagram a picture of me with the caption, Erwin Shemarinsky has taken an indefinite sabbatical from Berkeley Law to join the IDF. Two weeks ago to town hall, a student told me that uh, would make her feel safe in the law school would be to get rid of the Zionists. I've yeah, heard several well, what, times that I've been called part of the Zionist conspiracy. Oh, is he not into diversity anymore? I know, because colleges are where they always celebrate Wait, he's really shocked. And, and tolerance, right? Yeah. What, what, Especially what, a place what, like I, Berkeley. I, I, don't know, I don't understand. Well, first of all, this crowd was, was uh, trying to destroy anyone who disagreed with their progressive values. And, and now uh, everything's been reversed. He goes, I was and, stunned and, when students across the country, including mine, immediately celebrated the Hamas terrorist attack. Well... Didn't he pay attention to all the other professors at, at Berkeley and everywhere else? Doesn't he know what they're teaching in a lot of classes? I've, 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 I've got three boys who went through college. I've talked to their friends. They teach constant Marxism at a lot of universities now. Nice. They teach a lot about victimization and oppression, a lot about white colonialism and, 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 uh, and, and violence. And it's, it's a whole thing that goes on all the time. It's required courses. It's injected into courses that you wouldn't think would cover this sort of matter. Erwin Sherminsky is full of crap. All his friends are professors, at, not only at Berkeley, but everywhere else. This is across the country. Hundreds and hundreds and thousands of these professors have been teaching this garbage for decades now. And it finally hit critical mass. And I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Well, you teach this crap long enough, eventually they come to get you. 
He says the repeated mantras that Israel is a settler colonist country should be forced to give the land back to the Palestinians. I have no idea how it would be determined who is rightly entitled to what land, but I know calling for the total elimination of Israel is anti-Semitic. And he's Great. right about that. It's simply yeah, that's, it, no matter where you come down on well, that. Where do you think they got the idea from? And a lot of these are foreign students who were allowed into these universities. Oh, yeah. Apparently, uh, <laughs> the director uh, of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, was asked today by a Republican senator, are you going to take away the visas of these protesting foreign students at some of these colleges and universities? Is that grounds to deport them? And he wouldn't answer the question. It's something yeah. we'd have to look well, into. Yeah, it's diversity. You imported students who actually want, who are taught at home that Jews should die, that Israel should disappear. Then they go to numerous classes where their professors tell them the same thing. Same thing right. And they're suddenly out on the campus or out on the streets chanting and screaming and waving flags. And Erin Sherminsky is suddenly terrified. Your, your industry created this. Your friends created this. You created a monster. Now the monster is coming to you. You would think he would have uh, I don't know what to tell you. run into these professors in his past. Of course he does. Uh, That's why I think he's full of it. He's full <laughs> of it. There was 100, 100 Columbia professors went public supporting uh, Hamas. 100 yeah. of them. They but signed they documents say this with their names. Before Hamas did this, that Hamas ought no. to invade and kill civilians? or That's what Hamas is has been about. You just read read their original charter from 1988. They have a lot of phrases, like from the river to the sea. Uh, that means uh, Palestine should have all that land and all Jews should die. That's the code. From so the whenever you hear that, yeah, go ahead. From the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. Should be all Palestinian land and all Jews not only should be displaced, but they should be eradicated. All right, we'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, you know what? California real estate is darn expensive. But would you like a house in San Jose for $1.55 million within walking distance to a major mall? It's spacious enough for a big family. It's located in a safe neighborhood. But, uh, well, there's one little thing about this house. <clears throat> the previous owner allegedly used the house's garage as a meth lab. <laughs> and, and the meth lab's still in the house. <laughs> by the house, by the meth lab. In fact, the realty company notes that the home is still considered contaminated, still contains the inactive lab. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, turn on the air conditioning. So the health department says, for now, nobody can enter the house until it is decontaminated. <laughs> of course, we know Santa Clara County, those are the ones that went nuts over COVID. Holy mackerel. Did you see the excuse the uh, former homeowner gave for having a meth lab? Oh, he, yeah, he, something about uh, a shortage uh, an, of... Uh, Adderall. Adderall, that's it, right. Yeah. Yeah, his, uh, his name is Peter, Peter Karasev, 36 years old. He was arrested in March while searching the house. They discovered the meth lab and the meth in the garage. Detective also found a glass tube containing meth in the house. But Karasev said he used meth to replace Adderall because there was an there was an Adderall shortage during COVID. There was. Yes, there was. I remember that. And so he had to. And, and Adderall is basically meth. Right. 
all those yeah. 88. It's a weird thing because meth is, uh, for most people, a, sti- a major stimulant, right? But in uh, attention deficit disorder patients, it actually has a calming and focusing effect. Hmm. It's weird. I well, used, a real to, estate I used to take Adderall in college. What's that? I used to take you Adderall. Did? Yeah, in college to write essays. I would write an eight, ten page paper in like three hours. And uh, you couldn't concentrate otherwise? I mean, I I wasn't prescribed it, so I didn't really need it, but it helped me focus a lot better, yes. Oh, oh this was this was black market library Adderall. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard about this. Yeah. Hundred percent. My my kids told me that there was a lot of Adderall being uh, bought and sold in the libraries at oh, school. Oh, yeah. I had plenty of friends yeah. that were prescribed Adderall, and I would just be like, hey, can I get a couple pills? I got an essay to write. Yeah. yeah. Lucky so I really had a, a, with something else. You get oh, pills yeah, that's like that today, kid. there could be fentanyl in them. Well, yeah, it, it could have been. Thank God it wasn't. Yeah. That's so a had, had a, like, a, like a consciously dramatic effect on how you uh, oh, process. I definitely noticed a difference. <laughs> wow. Uh, meth resident could, still, could still be in the air conditioning and the heating system. It could be inside the walls or on the lawn. The cleaning process could actually cost hundreds of thousands of dollars and take months. So people are being advised that if you're going to buy this home, if it looks like a good deal, it's 2,800 square feet, four bedroom, six bedroom, four bath. So it is. But it's now boarded and surrounded by a metal fence. <laughs> It's been an interesting day from Eric. We found out he's uh, bribed security guards and uh, took illegal Adderall. I've lived there quite the life in my short 29 years. He's admitting all of his uh, transgressions, <laughs> of, so to speak. <laughs> all, all of his crimes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go to jail for it. Look what, look what Gascon did today. <laughs> that's right. Even trying to rape a woman on the street, that's only a misdemeanor. So. Nobody's going to go after uh, 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 an old uh, Adderall violation. No. Uh, we got Conway here? Yes, yet? yes, 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 yes. How's everybody? The Adderall crew. <laughs> uh, we have uh, The Adderall crew sounds like a morning show. Yeah. Yeah. Just Eric. Yeah. Talk to him. <laughs> well, well you, you guys have taken your share of... <laughs> Well, Mind-altering substances. Some now. Taken. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it's still an ongoing pro- uh, project. Yeah. Uh, we have the WeHo Carnival to talk about. I know uh, uh, that's a big deal here in Southern California. Also, a huge bee swarm. I don't know if you saw this on the news, but uh, up in Palmdale. Man, oh man, millions and millions of bees buzzing around. And then also the catalytic converter thefts uh, dropped steadily uh, in uh, you know in the last uh, couple of months, which is good news for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and then cup of noodles to come in paper cups instead of styrofoam. That's good for you, Mark, right? Yeah, that's much better. Better for the wait, environment. That, wait, wait, is that some kind of breaking news? It's going to burn your hands. Yeah, the, the emergency rooms are going to fill, be filled with people eating that crap from a paper cup. Oh, <laughs> the styrofoam insulates it better? Yes, that's right. Oh, that's right. It makes it hotter, makes it warmer, it makes it nice. Well, you get one of those things like they do over the coffee cups, the little sleeves. Yeah, when's the last time you had a cup of noodles, Ken? I imagine uh-huh. decades. Decades. Yeah. yeah. It's just a block of salt. That, that was big college food because they were like a dollar. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like 50 <laughs> cents back then. <laughs> That's right. Years ago, you buy a week's worth of dinners. That's ramen right. noodles. That's right. The good old days. The, the good, good old days. days. That's yeah. right. That's right. All right. Happy so it's Halloween. Both of you. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, trick or treat. All right. Ding dong. Which one of you's trick? Which one of you's treats? Uh, ding dong. We're, I'm ding. He's dong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, Ding and dong it. coming up. <laughs> right. Ding dong. Yeah. with the news. Dog. KFI. Dog. Uh, live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom.
Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.